This is the Beer and Beast Dash podcast with your hosts, Troy Ballard and Adam Parker. We cover the NFL, NBA, and MLB. We have news, we have opinion. Get ready. Hello, everyone, and this is the Beard and Stash podcast with your hosts, Adam Parker and Troy Ballard. Hey, Troy, what's up? Adam, how you doing? You're, uh, you're taking the reins as the host here. I like the change. <laughs> yeah, man, it's good to... Good to finally have the reins here, finally back in the saddle. Well, for the first time, I guess, really. But um, <laughs> in the saddle, riding riding the horse for the first time. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of new uh, leaders here, what about uh, what about Jeremy Lin down there in uh, New York? Oh my goodness, he is Lin sanity. I am on the Lin crazy wagon. I think I uh, I am sold. But then again, I was sold on the Tim Tebow magic too. There's been a lot of comparisons between those two, Tim Tebow and uh, Jeremy Lin. Um, but yeah, he's nuts, man. Yeah, I think, they probably, to, I think they probably go to the same church, or maybe, who knows, maybe, <laughs> they maybe, maybe someday they'll be starting their own religion. Maybe you know? the 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 the, the No, fail, <laughs> fail, fail. Forget I said that. <laughs> save that. We'll save the nickname. Call. We'll save the nicknames for another time. Yeah, we'll but, uh, leave that in the back pocket. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're here talking the top five NBA teams at this point in the season. I think we were what two or three weeks before the All Star break. So. Uh, Let's hurry up and get these rankings in, so that way maybe Orlando can still be there while they still have Dwight Howard. So. <laughs> <laughs> if, we're, if we're lucky. <laughs> so number number one, who do you got? It's got to be Oklahoma City, doesn't it? I mean, Kevin Kevin Durant's total monster. Russell Westbrook is the perfect Robin to his Batman. Despite I know Russell Westbrook probably doesn't like that comparison because he's like he's like a huge alpha dog and everything. But uh, so ER Russell, so calm down and shut up and do 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 do, do your basketball, okay, man? Just calm down. <laughs> they have but, uh, one loss at home. Yeah, yeah, their their home fans, their home fans are crazy, man. They love having that team in OKC. OKC, I know Seattle is very upset that they still don't have a team after <laughs> the Thunder were uh, basically created from the ashes of the Supersonics. But yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a sad, sad day in Seattle every time they hear Oklahoma City's name. <laughs> very sad day. Like that could have been us. That yeah, been us. <laughs> it's like we could have had Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, they they did. They were yeah, they, the they season, yeah, they right? were they were the Sonics for his rookie season. He yeah, just didn't really season. amount to anything. <laughs> yeah, he didn't he didn't take off. They didn't have Russell Westbrook at that point though. Correct. They no, no. yeah, mm-hmm. they dropped him later. Yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you. Yeah, OKC is probably the best. Well, they aren't probably they are. They're the best team in the NBA. Um, you know, Russell Westbrook. I. And Russell Westbrook, I, I have this love-hate relationship with him where some games I feel like he's just amazing. Other games I'm like, how is this guy in the NBA? You know what I mean? Like so, Some games he just not perform. He hasn't performed at a consistently high level. I mean, he's good. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He's good. He's top five in the NBA in point guards. But there are games where his consistency really makes me question his, his actual ability. But Kevin Durant, that is not the case. He's always money all the time. Always, always, always. Yeah, another thing I don't really care for with Westbrook is he seems to be very turnover prone. Very, very. And for much a so. point guard, for a point guard, this stuff is not something you don't you want to see. Oh, I know well, he's young and he's still learning, but Durant doesn't even have as much trouble. As, and he and Durant's honestly, he doesn't get a whole lot of credit for this, but he's a very solid point forward. Very much so, no doubt about it. Very much so. He's he. I mean, they they probably give him much like LeBron James. He's a lot like LeBron James in that way. They you probably take the ball to the court every time and be okay. Would you agree? Yeah, and, and and the added bonus of being uh, clutch in the fourth quarter is also nice. Money. He's got that mom blood. <laughs> he's got the Kobe Bryant blood in him. <laughs> but yeah, OKC okay, so, so number one. So yeah, who, so yeah, who who do you got at number two, Troy? Number two. Um, you know, I I I'm, I'm gonna get booed. I'm aware of this. Um, I'm gonna go with Miami Heat. <laughs> well, that's pretty pretty smart choice. I'd probably go with them too. But uh, what are your reasons? Well, well, I you know, 
LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. No, <laughs> LeBron James, Wade, Bosh. Yeah, <laughs> really. The, the 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 big three. Uh, I mean, like they, they were great. They were good last year. This year, they're great. Um, you're finally seeing the Miami Heat come together as a team, especially defensively. They're coming together very well defensively. Um, and I know that Wade has been out for a few games with a few nagging injuries. LeBron's been out, and every time one of those guys has gone out, it's either been Bosh, Wade, or LeBron. They've all stepped up in, in absence of one of those players, one of those other guys. And, and, and they're finally playing as a team. They're not playing as a me-first basketball team. I mean, not, they weren't really last year, but they, they, you know, there are plays where I saw LeBron James or Dwayne Wade or Chris Bosh hold the ball too much and force a bad shot because they wanted to take the shot. They, they thought they weren't getting enough time with the ball. Um, this year, that's not an issue. I think Eric Spolcher has finally coached them to a point where they're you know, clicking on all cylinders almost all the time. And uh, you, know, you, 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 I, you can't deny their talent. You, know, you, you just can't. I mean, they're, they're just so talented everywhere, except for, of course, center. You and know, point guard, center, yeah. center. But well, you know what? Well, Mario, Mario. Chalmers and Cole are nice and everything, but they don't really have that solidified guy, which goes to why I think one of my articles on Beard and Stash, I think Ramon Sessions would be a really good fit there. But uh, I, a story I, for another time. I, I, I do like Mario Chalmers though. I, I, you know, he was he was pretty clutch in the, in, in the in the uh, finals last year. Man, he had a few nice shots. Now, now is he a solid? No, he's not. He's not entirely solid. No, not at all. But he is he is reasonably reasonably talented. Uh, yeah, now as far as the center go, yeah, I know they could. I know Bosch is pretty a good low post presence down there and everything. They, I think eventually, I, don't, I really don't think they can win a championship without a center. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think they can. I think I really think they need to go out and Chris, get Chris Kamen from the Hornets. Yeah, really you you can tune that more. Another article on Beard and Stash, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I no, I agree with you. I, I think Chris Kamen would be a good fit there. I, I was watching a uh, like a Come On Man segment. It wasn't Come On Man, but it was like a Come On Man like segment on on Sports Center. I had Chris Kamen like throwing the ball out of bounds like five times in one game. In a, in a Hornets game, like he just threw the ball clean out of bounds, trying to throw it to somebody. So he, he's he's not having the, the, the best run in uh, with the Hornets. So I, I could definitely see Miami Miami moving to get him. Same yeah, maybe, maybe a change of scenery will improve his play. Yeah, well, we, you play with LeBron James, Wayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, you gotta play better. You know, you, you you play to their level, not not their level, but you play up. You play up to your you know up your level. Yeah, I agree with you on the Heat, uh, Troy. Uh, but now on to number three, where we have the Chicago Bulls, who have been Derek Roseless for the last two games as he's been out with back spasms, but yet they're still at the top of the central. It, it's it's pretty amazing. That team has been playing incredibly well without Derek Rose. It makes me think that maybe his maybe he's much to be bagged on the Bulls last year for not helping him. Maybe there's a lot more support there than we originally thought. Yeah, I really think the additions of Richard Hamilton and uh, well, actually, and the resurgence, if you want to call it, of C.J. Watson at the backup point guard position has re- he's really been big for them. And they, they, the Bulls are playing good football. Good football. Well, isn't that something? Good, uh, good basketball right now. Um, and I, I really, you know, Derrick Rose, of course, this team's only going to get better if Derrick Rose is in the lineup, of course. You know, they're, they're only going to get better. Um, you know, I, I don't think Indiana's really a threat to them. As much people said that they would be, I, I don't think they're a threat. Once again, they only have one loss at home. Um, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. Yeah, I... Yeah, you know, Chicago's Chicago's a team to watch for sure, and they 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 are a strong, great group of basketball players. Yeah, and you got to love the defense defense defensive mentality that Tom Thibodeau brings to that team, and that's probably why because of their great def, great team defense that they can get by without with Derrick Rose on the bench. Yeah, well, Joe Kim Noah is such a big part of that. He's he's the biggest pest in the NBA. <laughs> Joe Kim <laughs> Noah, right right behind Ray John Rondo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, same here. I love. I, I hate those two guys, man. Well, I, I hate. Play, I hate playing against them. Love having them on my roster, but uh, right. 
Yeah, number four. Who are we like in there, Troy? Number four. Uh, dare I say it, Lob City? <laughs> Can we say it? Is, is it okay to say that now? I think it's okay, yeah. I think we're I, good. Um, <laughs> I watched as Chris Paul single-handedly beat my Philadelphia 76ers um, in Philadelphia. Uh, great, great defense on him. Andre Goudal was in his face. He just drills a mid-range jump shot to win in the game. It was an absolutely amazing play. By, yeah, that's uh, what I say. That's, that's the one time I like to say uh, great defense, but better offense. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Chris Paul, you know that 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 Blake Griffin Chris Paul combination is just like oh oh, it is so amazing. Um, a, a great fun to watch. I mean, there's a reason to call them Lob City. It's you know it's, just, it's like alley after alley after alley. Crazy, crazy fun team to watch. Um, I say that at this point, Chris Paul is not. He's not the MVP front runner. I think Kevin Durant is, but. He's in a close number three behind LeBron James. Um, very, very, very talented team in Los Angeles. Um, and I, I can actually see, as crazy as I can see, the uh, the Clippers winning the Pacific Conference. Or division, sorry. Oh, yeah, no question. I mean, <laughs> with the chemistry between uh, DeAndre Jordan, Griffin, and Paul, you got to think, sometimes I think their three minds are fused into one. And they just play so, so well together. They just play so they're, well yeah, together. they're just a big melting pot. They just they just know what the other one's thinking at all times. It seems like. And, and Blake Griffin has only gotten better from last year from that um, you know amazing well not true rookie you know the, his technical rookie yeah, season yeah, but not true yeah. rookie season but yeah he, he he's amazing Blake Griffin's absolutely amazing. Yeah, and DeAndre Jordan has, a nice, has been a nice little surprise defensively. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan finally coming onto the scene there. Maybe. Maybe, you know, I, I, is, can we say now that at this point, all it takes is a good point guard to win games in the NBA? Yeah, I think so. Point guard driven league. Yeah, I mean, look at Phoenix. And we're, I mean, we're, they haven't, we're not having a great year. We're 12 and 15. But <laughs> then there are, there are nights where even at age 30, well, 38 now, Nash carries us to the victory. So, yeah, it's point <laughs> definitely, guard definitely league. agree with that. Yeah. Definitely, definitely all focused on point guards entirely. I mean, look at Derrick Rose, Chris Paul. Um, you know, Darren Williams. Darren Williams didn't really do much in, in New Jersey, but, um, you know, take that for what you will. It's New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you got, you got all these, these these absolutely amazing point guards. Ray John Rondo. I mean, what did he have? Like, uh, what was it, 30 something points? Yeah, 32 points and 10 boards and 15 assists. Uh, absolutely. Last insane. night. Yeah, Man, so. Ray, we're always like, Ray John Rondo has no offensive game. All I can do is drop to the rim. Well,. He definitely flipped us the burden. <laughs> well, no, yeah, he was driving. He was driving to the rim, and he would just get his speed and athleticism just allow him to get to the rim, even if he doesn't have a jump shot. Apparently, so yeah, doesn't need props to more. you, Rajan. Yeah, <laughs> golf clap. Yeah. <laughs> so number five here, our final uh, team in, the, in our top five power rankings. Uh, you might be a little uh, surprised by this, but I, as a Suns fan, I hate doing this, but I have to do. I have to go with San, San Antonio with the return of Manu Ginobili uh, from his broken hand. I have to go with them. Yeah, I see. I see the logic. I great, see they're not, great they're not team, not. proven team with all the veterans. Tim Duncan is actually looking like the Tim Duncan from a couple, two or three years ago when he, because he's not just scoring like six points and getting twelve boards again. Now he's getting like eighteen and eleven, and stats like that every other night. So, and then obviously guys like Gary Neal are stepping up in Ginobili's absence, and but now Ginobili's back and Tony Parker. Too, don't even give me a shot on Tony Parker. Parker. Tony Parker has been playing lights, lights out. out. Yeah, lights out. Yeah, Absolutely lights out. Yeah, you know, I, I, I see you're lodging that pick, but I'm going to stick with the Philadelphia 76ers. And, of course, I am a bit of a Homer. hometown homer. Yeah, <laughs> I am a bit of a hometown homer. But you know what? This 76ers team is tough. They play great, great as a team. There's no superstar. There's nobody who's, you know, like going to take, you know, 40 shots a night. You know, it's, it's a really, really base, solid base squad of young guys, and they play really well together. Um, you know, uh, 
there's not a player on that team where I can say, you know, that guy, maybe Andre Iguodala, that guy is a star of this team. You know, they're they all just solid contributors, and I think that even off the bench, they have solid contributors. Thaddeus Young, Evan Turner. Um, they, they have Your boy these, Lou. Uh, yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, my boy Lou. Lou Williams. Uh, yeah, and, and, I, and I just feel like the, the Sixers team, with, with their the big thing is, you know, the, the Asher next to their, their ranking is youth. And, and that's something that the Spurs don't have. You know, this is a, this is a condensed NBA season. And I know they play well so far, but it's only going to get more and more difficult as it goes down the line for more games. So... Yeah, I think I think I agree with you in some in some aspects here because I definitely think that this uh, abbreviated NBA season will help the teams with more with more depth, and obviously the Seventy Sixers are loaded with talent. So and, and and Doug Collins has assembled that team absolutely perfectly. He's done a great job. Yep, he's he's got he's got even the big names like Iguodala, who I still I I do consider to be a big name player in the NBA, but uh, big big names like him buying into the team atmosphere. I mean, Iguodala is willing to do whatever whatever it takes. He'll do he'll sign on the die line. Whatever you want him to do, he'll do it as long as the team is putting up W's at the end of the day. So yep yep. In nineteen and nine right now, um, first place in the Atlantic division above Boston and New York. So uh, really really impressive play. But they have only they have only played three division games the entire year, and they're one and two in those games. So. Um, the Sixers still have to prove themselves to an extent. They they have played well. They've beaten some really quality teams. Um, so you're to get the Spurs. I'll take with the Sixers. But you know it's it, it, it's Massimino there. You know it could be either one of them. You know it's, it, yeah, they're, yeah. they're a toss up. I'd say. Um, yeah, there are positives and negatives to having youth or experience yeah, in this are. abbreviated NBA season. So yeah, there's there's you know obviously in the playoffs you want veteran experience. You know you want that. You want that um, group of people that, or group of players that, that you know knows each other really well in and out in the playoffs, but. In the same regard, you want that youth because at that point in the season, especially in the condensed season, you know, th- th- there's so much fatigue and wear and tear on those bodies that you know it's like you know you want that youth so they can have that extra push in the fourth quarter. You know, when you're down or when you need, you know, you want a huge run. You know, you need that youth and that energy. And, and I just don't know if the Spurs have that. You know, and, and obviously the Sixers don't have the veteran presence that, that the Spurs have. It, it's a trade-off. You know, it really is. It's a total trade-off. Uh, so here uh, now, since you might have heard you mention the Knicks a little back ago, uh, so over on the topic, what do you what do you think about Jeremy Lin, and what do you think about? Well, I know Amari Sadamar is supposedly returning after the death of his brother, after mourning the death of his brother. So uh, he's returning to play. Yeah, they don't have a game till tomorrow night, so he, but he'll be back for that. What do you think of Amari back in the lineup? Do you think uh, uh, Mike Antonio will still let Jalen take the reins and drive the car? He, he, he's got to at this point. I mean, the guy is the, guy is the, the biggest NBA sensation in, in recent memory. I mean, he's got to. You know, he's got to oh, be I guess, I guess the better question would be, do you think uh, D'Antoni can get Amari and Carmelo when he gets back from his uh, hamstring to buy into letting Whoa. Lynn run the show, an undrafted rookie at Harvard? Do you think the, no. the two superstars will step aside no. and let no. Lynn run the, run the show? Mel- Melo doesn't even step aside when there isn't a superstar there. So there's, you know, we, he, he, he's... Uh, you know, Carmelo Anthony, he does not play team basketball. He just doesn't. And and Amari does to an extent, but he doesn't really, you know, he doesn't get the ball as much as Carmelo Anthony does in, in, in you know, in, in passing, um, you know, ball movement situations. Yeah, and, it, yeah, and once it gets into Carmelo's hands, everybody knows. You, know, you, don't, you, don't, see, you don't see it again. <laughs> yeah, you might as well start heading back on defense. It doesn't matter. You know, you're not going to get the ball back. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that, you know, Jeremy Lin is has been amazing, and, and I I don't want to say that Carmelo Anthony is, is jealous, but you know that you know he has at least some some envy there of, of this Jeremy Lin Jeremy Lin coming out of Harvard, you know, undrafted, big big guy, big big explosion in the NBA. 
you know, I, I think with Carmelo Anthony, it's come down to two things. It's going to be, you know, you either step aside and let him help, or you try to do it on your own and hopefully, you know, you know, possibly get to the playoffs. You know, maybe get to the playoffs. If he, if he yeah, really. yeah. D'Antoni's system needs a solid point guard, and Jeremy, I think D'Antoni is very happy with Jeremy Lin. I think he's found that guy. I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised to see them bring him in long-term once the season's over as the long-term starter. As long as he's in D'Antoni's system, I think he's a good fit to be their starting point guard for years to come. It's, it's, it's absolutely puzzling that they even let go of Chauncey Billups. It really is. It's absolutely puzzling. I mean, I, I know that this Jeremy Lin thing has worked out, but you know, letting go of, of, of Chauncey Billups when that team needs a point guard so desperately, just, it, it, it's, it's seriously is puzzling. You yeah, know? They're, they're lucky Lin fell into the laps. I mean, I understand getting rid of I understand why they got rid of, because of Billups because he it was, was going to take up like $14 million something on the cap next season in his final year of his contract. So I understand the move. Not not basketball, not from a basketball standpoint, obviously, because it was a stupid f- move from a basketball standpoint. But uh, financially, now, yeah, financially speaking, yeah, it was a great move. But uh, anyway, he's with the Clippers now. They were having a great run with him as the two, two guard, guard playing the two guard alongside Chris Paul. And uh, but now Chauncey is out for the rest of the season with a torn Achilles. But he's not retiring. Yeah, he is not retiring. He's already stated that he is. He pushed those rumors out of the way as quickly as possible, and he said he is going to work hard, rehab hard, and get back on the court next season. So, but 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 unlike Chauncey Bill's season, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Unfortunately, I know everybody's <laughs> dying to hear more. I know. <laughs> but uh, I'm Troy. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy Ballards. And me, I'm Adam at Adam Parker forty three. And follow both of us at Beard and Stash. Check our site at www.beardandstash.com and like us on Facebook. Thanks. And you can also find this podcast on iTunes. Oh, and on iTunes. I forgot about that. iTunes as well. Yeah, check us out on iTunes. Thank you very much.